Follow Your Path Pioneers, welcome back to a brand new episode of Follow Your Path Podcast. I'm stoked to be here with you. Thank you for tuning in. I hope there's something for you to receive out of this. That's always my intention with these conversations. Something I'm doing today, it's going to be a solo cast. I just had a really beautiful coaching session with one of my clients, and there was a lot of beauty that came through. And as part of my integration process of that session, I want to share the energy that I am in with all of you because when you're in service and you open your channel up and you do that type of work with people, it puts you into a certain vibration. And therefore, when you do work or you you know, you know do projects or you take certain actions when you're in that place, it creates more beauty in the world. It creates things from that vibration, from that energy. And I really noticed that when I was uh, doing Uber driving years ago in L.A., I would have my one-on-one sessions with people, and then I would go do rides after that, and I noticed how much better the interactions were. I, I could feel the energy was so much more potent. I was in such a good place to talk to people, and it just invited them into a way better experience than times where I was doing it not after a session with people. So that was a big teaching, and and I want to take that and bring it through today. So obviously, it's no mistake of where things are at right now, right? I think for most of us, we can see that all of our shit is coming up to the surface. All the things that have been deep inside of us that maybe we've not wanted to look at or confront or tried to kick the can down the road on is now here, and it's saying, look at me acknowledge me, love me, bring me the truth that I needed from the time that this first got in me. (laughs) And by that, I mean the ego, right? Because when we were kids and we developed coping strategies and ways of dealing with the world, the perceptions of what we thought was true, who we thought we were, we didn't have any wisdom or knowledge or awareness back then, obviously, So now as conscious adults, we have to look at those parts of us that are coming up with the eyes of truth. It needs correctness. Those beliefs and those stories that were formed from those behavioral adaptations to try to deal with intense emotions from when we were kids, that is what's needed to be seen and and given truth to. So an example would be let's say your partner, this may or may not have come up in our conversation, but let's say you know your partner's leaving dishes in the sink and it's pissing you off and maybe you've talked about with them several times, yet it's still happening and you're letting yourself get pulled into that place of what the fuck and the resentment starts to build. You start to hold it against them and that, yeah, that energy builds inside of you, right? What's the story there underneath it all at the core? The story is this person doesn't respect me. This person doesn't listen to me. This person's making me feel this way. But in truth, you have to ask yourself, who is the type of person that doesn't get listened to? 
Who is the type of person that doesn't get respect? Right? That's a person who's unworthy of those things. That's a person who's less than. That's a perception that you developed at some point in your life, which is now manifesting right in front of you. The belief is showing itself right to you. And you now get to bring the truth to it. Because you didn't have that choice when you were operating at that lower level of awareness as a kid. Right? Whenever that unworthiness or less than or not enough or the inadequacy got in there, at some point when you were younger, that is now showing itself to you. And self-mastery and freedom from emotional bondage is correcting the error in the mind. It is bringing the truth of what you now know into that scenario. So in this particular case, you see it for what it is. You can see the story. You can identify the belief that's going on, the perception that's there. And then this is where the reframe comes in. This is the work, right? Because the reframing of a situation is the thing that needs to be consistent. The reframing is the story change that needs to happen again and again and again until it gets into the subconscious. You've done it enough times where it starts to become the belief. We know this to be true. It's, ne it's classic neuroscience. It's how the brain works. It's how the, the mechanism of the body works, right? We have the conscious and the subconscious. The subconscious is learned behaviors. It's beliefs. It's, it's the autonomic part of us right? It's like, I don't have to think about driving. I get in the car and it just happens. I don't think about riding a bike. I don't think about writing. You know, all these things are automatic. I don't have to put any thought into it because I've done it so many times. It's no different here. And this is mastery. This is work. You have to be dedicated and committed to confronting these old beliefs. And they're, guess what? They're showing up because you're ready to go beyond that reality. So many of us are calling forth the higher level version of ourselves. We're calling forth a much greater reality. And in truth, that is part of a, a higher awareness. When we have a higher awareness, our reality changes because we can see more truth. We can see things as they are instead of through the distortion. So the reframe for the dish scenario could be, okay, this is something that is unconscious for this person. I know that they're not actually choosing to leave them in there knowing that it's going to upset me. I know that's true. I know they're not doing it on purpose. I know that it's just something that they don't even think about. So I'm going to now look at this as a way for me to be in service today. This is an act of service. I'm going to do this out of the kindness of my heart, not from resentment, not from obligation, but because I can see that this person my partner, my roommate, whoever, is they're not noticing it, right? And so I'm going to do it. Maybe I'll put on a song, something I enjoy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take this time to focus on my breathing and putting my awareness in different places of my body and, and turning it into a somatic practice instead of me sitting here, cleaning it up, being pissed, and getting angry at them, which doesn't do any good for anything or anybody but actually utilizing that time to practice, to anchor in that self-mastery, to anchor in that new reframe, that new belief, bringing the truth 
into the situation, right? So that's just one scenario. So it's like, where in your life right now are those things looping? Are those things that are showing up creating the most pain and suffering that maybe they've been there for fucking 10 years? Uh, I will share, as I did in my men's group last night, that as a kid, when things were very chaotic at my house with my brother, I used technology to disassociate and to try to get the fuck away from that reality that was felt very uncomfortable for me, that I didn't know how to deal with. I would use technology. I would surf the internet. I would play the video games, whatever I could to just disconnect and just distract myself from that, right? So what I'm finding in my adult life is I'm doing the same thing with technology. I am, when I feel uncomfortable, and a lot of times that happens during my creative process. Like if I'm creating something new, if I'm creating something for my business, uh, or I'm expressing myself in a certain way, and it's something I haven't done before, I sometimes I feel uncomfortable. It makes me uncomfortable. And to get away from that, I will just unconsciously jump right onto social media and start scrolling. Now, I can see that where that pattern came from and why I did that. So now more than ever, that pattern is showing itself. It's becoming super aware or, or at the forefront, and it's, and it's bringing me out of alignment really deeply because I know I'm not committed to that anymore. I, I know I'm committed to a reality that's way beyond that, and I'm committed to being in that discomfort and bringing love into that and reframing it in the way that I choose to, which I didn't have available to me as a kid. So what is that for you? What's the thing that keeps showing itself? What's the thing that digs in and hurts more than anything else? Like, where this is evolution, right? And, and so in the case of my client, things that his young children were doing were pissing him off and his ego would come in and see it through the lens of my my five year old's doing this on purpose. Uh, he's doing this to me because it's a power dynamic, and he thinks he has control over me, and blah 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 blah. Rather than recognizing this is actually a huge opportunity that evolution is orchestrating, that your soul is orchestrating for both of you, right? Because he's modeling everything from you as his father in this moment, at this age, at this stage in his life. And he's giving you the opportunity to clear these programs and these patterns that you've had for your entire life because you wouldn't be able to clear them if they weren't known and you didn't have practice in doing it so you could confront these things and reframe them. You guys are playing a really beautiful role for each other, but you don't realize it. Both of your souls are working together right now because when you're doing this work, and you're modeling a higher version of yourself that's patient, that's kind, that is being a loving, supportive father and isn't holding resentment, he's going to see that. He's going to feel that energy. He's going to see the way that you respond to stuff, and then he that's going to go deep inside of him, and he's going to treat his kids that way. He's going to treat the people in his life that way because you modeled that. What a beautiful thing that y'all are doing together, right? It's like, being in nature and just seeing a tree. Oh, cool, it's a tree. Or tapping into the awareness of like, wow, holy shit, that tree 
takes in my CO2 that I'm breathing out, that I'm releasing from my body as its food, as its sustenance, and then in, in return, it's giving me fresh oxygen that I need to live and to breathe and to take into my body. What a beautiful symbiotic relationship we're in together, an agreement that we're in together with nature. Wow. Way different experience of a tree than just going in the woods. Oh, yeah, it's a tree. So you can bring that to everything, and, and that is what evolution is asking us to do right now because that's the only way that a world, a new world is going to get created. It happens individually within our own consciousness to confront the tyranny, the places where we have not been free that maybe we didn't even notice, but now we're starting to notice, right? Peace within is peace without. I say that at the end of every podcast episode because if you can't be peaceful within yourself and bring peace to the chaos of the old stuff that's in there, you can never expect a peaceful outward external environment or world, right? It all starts with us. And, and that is what is happening right now. We're going into the Aquarian Age, which in astrology, for those maybe not as familiar, the Aquarian Age is all about truth. It's all about bringing light into the dark. It's the things that weren't seen now being seen right? It's the recognition of the divine truth rather than the egoic construct, rather than the generational patterns of our, our ancestors, right? We are no, we're no longer in a place of survival. We don't have the saber tooth. We don't have the warring neighboring tribe trying to come and kill us every day, right? We've, we've gone, we've evolved beyond that, especially in this country, but yet our nervous system is still in fight or flight. And the only way that that's going to get healed is our own awareness and loving kindness and patience with ourselves and doing the practices and giving ourselves the care that we need to go beyond that. It's simply evolution. We have the space and the wisdom and the knowledge that our ancestors did not have because they had to be too focused on survival, right? So we're learning this stuff as adults, I'm a millennial. The millennial generation, I feel like, especially is being called into this role because we're the ones who are becoming parents and raising children. And our kids are going to model things after us. And then they're going to grow up and create a world based on that, just as we did from our parents. What a beautiful thing that Source, God, the universe has chosen us to do this. We get to play a really beautiful role. And it's so important to reframe and to bring the truth to the error of the mind, the perception from the time we were children. So I wanted to share this because it was really prevalent in our conversation, right? And the consistency part, the dedication part, the commitment part is something that I've struggled with. And I've learned through pain. It's like, all right, I'm going to keep doing this pattern until it becomes so fucking painful that I can't take it anymore. That's been my default. And I'm feeling the compassion and the kindness towards myself where it's like, I don't want to do that anymore, man. I, I really love myself. I know This is what my one life that I get to be this avatar. I, and I want him to enjoy it. I want to, I want to give him a beautiful experience in this body and I want to I want to see everything that God created me to be, and I can't do that when these old patterns are dominating me and I'm disassociating constantly. 
So I'm going to love myself enough to start to learn from joy and start to have that be my teacher, right? Like instead of the pain getting to the point where I can't take anymore, I'm going to explode or, you know, as a lot of people are doing, it's like, I'm fucking suicidal, man. And it's like, yeah, because you can't, you're getting to that point where you can't live as the ego anymore. It's too painful. It's, it's the only way that it's going to drive you to connect with your divine true self. This is, so instead of that programming, you then get to start to do the things that are loving, that are kind, that are compassionate towards you, that feel good, that support you, the attitudes and the ways of seeing things that feel good to you, that are through the lens of truth. And it's like, oh, that feels good to me. That like, wow, I'm seeing things that way. That feels good. I'm, I'm working out. I'm getting into nature. I'm doing some breath work. I'm, I'm doing some meditation. I'm having a, a, a loving dialogue within me. I'm eating healthy. I'm reading books that saturate my mind with good thoughts, with good ideas. Wow, that feels fucking great. I feel joyful from that. I want more joy. I want to continue feeling this way. Therefore, joy has become my new teacher instead of the old aforementioned pain teacher, the fear teacher. Those are those can be super valuable, and, and for most of my life, they've been the best teachers for me, but now I'm at a point of awareness where it's like, I want the joy and the love to be my teacher at this point in the game. So I want to invite that in for anyone listening. What would it be like for joy to be your teacher, for things to feel good and to follow that? To have that dialogue with life, with the universe of how good does this get? I dare you to show me how fucking amazing this life gets. And to, and to keep that at the forefront, write it down. Say it in the morning. Say it before you go to bed. Say it as you're going for a walk. Universe, I dare you, you sexy little bitch, to show me how amazing this gets. Show me how beautiful it can be. Show me how incredible this experience of life can be in this lifetime. I'm ready to receive that. I'm open to you showing me that. Ask and you shall receive, my friends. This is what's here. It doesn't have to be the pain and the suffering, although for many of us, that's the way that we're learning. But maybe we've gotten tired of that. Maybe we're ready to have joy be the teacher now. We weren't ready before. Now we are. But you, that's an invitation. You invite that in. You commit yourself to that because you deserve it. You, you are worthy of that. You should feel good most of the time. I'm not saying this is la-la land and it's like it's just going to be sunshine and roses the whole time. No, but that was another thing that came through in our, our conversation today. It was, what if you can start to imagine and experience yourself in a reality where feeling good is what's going on the majority of the time. Feeling balanced and peaceful is the majority and the frustration and the anger and the misalignment is the minority. That is what our soul is guiding us towards. I know it. I feel it in every cell of my body. 
And even just doing this podcast helps me to integrate that, speaking about it, saturating my mind with it, holding that intention is what, again, brings it from the conscious to the subconscious where it becomes you and it's no longer the work, right? So I'm going to keep this short. I, I, like I said, I wanted to share this energy, this vibration that I felt after being in service and having this beautiful conversation with him and opening the channel up for this divine wisdom to flow through. Because every session I have with people, it's a, the intention is simple. I ask to be empty. I ask for the higher self of both of us to come through and orchestrate this conversation to say the things that need to be said to the, the things that are going to open the heart that are going to be received in the deepest place. May that come through and may I get out of the way and allow you to do it all. Allow the higher self to do it all, spirit to do it all. And guess what? That channel opens up and you can feel it. It's a vibration. And I know a lot of you know what that feels like. You've had it at some point where that wisdom is flowing through, that truth is coming through, and you feel it throughout your body, and it's just pouring. There's no thought. It's just flowing like water through your being, right? And, and that's what's happening more and more, uh, connecting to that channel, getting out of the way, setting that intention beforehand, and that's when magic can come through because... If I don't do that, I'm relying on my memory and past experience and I'm not open to new things coming in and, and creativity and imagination that wasn't there before. Like the higher self, the soul orchestrates in such beautiful divine ways that I could never do for my little egoic small self place. Like for sure. <laughs> Woo! All right. That is the majority of what I wanted to share. That's what was really coming through. I'm starting to feel my channel close down. It feels content with what has come forth in this recording, and it's a continuation of what we just did in the last 90 minutes. So I'm ready to get something to eat and to ground in, and I'm going to go for a walk, do a little exercise, and think about this stuff again because I'm committed to not learning through pain, and I want this to be the default mode. No longer the prime, the primal programming of survival and separation and the ego being the default network like I'm allowing that to fall away like the leaves on the trees outside right now and I'm ushering in this new way of being the new default system will be one where joy is the teacher where I'm at peace within myself where I can see the truth in things I can see things as they are I'm giving myself the care that I need and I'm doing the things that feel good that light up my spirit that bring joy in and I'm being very intentional about that. I hope you're all doing wonderful whatever stage you find yourself in out there. I hope you received something from this. Uh, there'll be certain announcements or just sharing with you things that are going on in another episode. But for now, I just wanted to get this out there. I love you guys. We're all in this together. As you do this, remember, it's not about just you, right? That's what the ego wants to think. It's all about us. No. We're doing this for each other because the more we do it individually and we conquer these inner demons and we make peace with ourselves and end the conflict within ourselves, that's being fed to the collective. That is alchemizing the vibration of this planet. So the more of us that are doing it, the more we're going to change our world. And we can do it quickly if all of us decide to really start doing this, which I think we're getting to. We're getting to. 
it feels good. I can see the truth of where we're going and it's the way that it needs to be. And anything that happens outside, I know is perfect and that's where it's all leading. There's is literally no doubt. I have no uncertainty around it. I can see it. I can feel it. I see how this works. Not, I, I'm not saying I know everything. I'm just saying I can feel the divine working and orchestrating this whole deal. And change is often chaotic. The death and rebirth process is not simple and smooth, right? This is part of it. So I hope that you got something out of this. Much love. I will see you soon. And as always, peace within is peace with out. Shoo.